Thank you for tuning in. We'll get to your program right after this short word from our sponsors. The Angler Magazine of the Great Smoky Mountains and the Upstate covers fishing and outdoor-related activity from Knoxville, Tennessee to Abington, Virginia, all the way down to Columbia, South Carolina, and everything in between. They are a local magazine with national reach. The Angler Magazine of the Great Smoky Mountains and the Upstate is ready to take you on your adventure to the outdoors. Sunrift Adventures and Historic Travelers Rest South Carolina has been outfitting the foothills for over 37 years with the best boats, bikes, tents, and more. With great brands, Sunrift has you covered for every adventure. Stop into Sunrift Adventures' unique outdoor shop and say hello today. Go to sunrift.com for more information. That's sunrift.com. Choose your adventure with French Broad Adventures. Zipline canopy tours, whitewater rafting, calm water float trips, canyoneering adventures, they've got it all. Best of all, French Broad Adventures are the only raft-zip combo close enough to Asheville that you can experience and make it back to town in time for dinner. Take advantage of their vacation package and save on all the thrills, chills, and occasional spills into the water. For more information or to book your adventure, visit FrenchBroadAdventures.com. The Angler Magazine of the Great Smoky Mountains and the Upstate covers fishing and outdoor-related activity from Knoxville, Tennessee to Abington, Virginia, all the way down to Columbia, South Carolina, and everything in between. They are a local magazine with national reach. The Angler Magazine of the Great Smoky Mountains and the Upstate is ready to take you on your adventure to the outdoors. Wilkesboro, North Carolina, located in the rolling foothills of northwest North Carolina, is a paradise for outdoor enthusiasts. More than 40 miles of intense mountain biking trails, serene river tubing, record fishing, thrilling disc golf, and epic hikes, all located within minutes of their historic and charming downtown district with monthly concerts, movies, and events. To learn more, visit explorewilkesboro.com. Hey, welcome back for more of Matt and Michelle Outdoors, and uh, what, really excited to go ahead and introduce you to our next guest in the conversation. That is Jason Bowman. He is the owner of Ogre, and uh, welcome to uh, the Matt and Michelle Outdoors show. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. Um, I always start off new guests with a, with a couple of standard questions, just as a way to get to know you a little bit. And the first is, where are you from originally, and how did you get involved doing what you do at Ogre today, and tell people about that as well? Okay. Uh I'm from Dublin, Virginia, uh, born and raised there. And how I got started with Ogre was I was in the Marine Corps, and I was a Humvee mechanic. And so uh, I developed a love for working on 4 by 4 vehicles, and it kind of grew from there. All right. Well, and I already know what Ogre is, so I can see how the connection is. Let's help everybody else get there. Tell people what Ogre is and what you do. Uh, Ogre stands for Outdoor Gear and Recreation Equipment. Uh, we build storage solutions for trucks and SUVs. Uh, we also build custom suspensions for trucks uh, we'll build some custom trucks sometimes but we mainly focus on the the product which is the outdoor gear storage yeah and uh that's really cool and uh, you know i had a uh, description that jesse um had with with your being on the show today for me for my sake and i want to read it because as i read it i was sitting there going oh yeah i can relate oh that's such a frustration oh the, you know right. uh, and it says uh, ogre builds truck organization solutions for fly fishermen mountain bikers kayakers surfers snowboarders and other outdoor enthusiasts to maximize their time outdoors instead of preparing for it just this weekend um, michelle and i were out and testing out some of our outdoor filming equipment and everything and I realized then I'm not maximizing the use of my vehicle. I've got an all-wheel drive vehicle, seats are down, plenty of storage space. 
not organized at all, even in that smaller vehicle, you know, comparatively. Right. But I probably spent about an hour organizing stuff to just go out and test some outdoor filming equipment. Exactly. You know, because I had the fishing gear, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, that was the whole how we became is uh, a lot of well, I live in Brevard and a lot of people travel from Charlotte, Raleigh, Atlanta, and they work all week and they have very limited time to drive up to the mountains do their activity that they love and then go home. So the time is their most valuable resource. And so to be organized and be able to get out in the woods and enjoy your free time is more important than even the money you make. Yeah. And you know, I had, um, I used to, there's a funny little gap in my family life timeline in that we got to a point with family where minivan was the solution. Okay. Then as older one moves out and the other ones are getting into their teen years and everything there's not really the usage for the minivan like there was except for that i realized i can take seats out right. and then yeah. i had that whole i had I, I used to joke around i called it my uh, i called it my huey okay. <laughs> you know it was like my huey helicopter you could open the sides and jump out for a quick landing if need be but um but then that eventually aged out and everything but um having the space and i was able to set up like a rack thing on one side where i just put all my rods because in a typical vehicle the rods the lines get tangled something i didn't want to have to retie and re, you know all that kind of stuff so i set up like the pole rack thing on the side and, and just because I, I knew the the vehicle was aged out Nobody's going to buy this thing except for as a junker when it's done, 280,000 miles on or something. Right. I just drilled the rod holders right into the side. I screwed them right in. I didn't nice. care. You know, so um, I I totally appreciate and I can understand how someone like me in my frustration and not caring about my vehicle anymore went ahead and tried to jimmy rig some ease of access. I am so thrilled to hear that your company exists to where now I know there's a resource that either I can go to or I can refer other people to, to like, hey, you don't have to drill holes and jimmy rig stuff and figure out your own stuff. Right, and if you need to use your minivan as a minivan, you can remove our storage. Yeah, imagine that. See, mine couldn't go right back to being a minivan. <laughs> Once again. I converted mine, that was it. Right. That was it. Was a single-use vehicle until the day it died. God bless it. Rest in peace. Right. <laughs> um, probably taking a minivan off-road wasn't a great idea either. Uh, maybe not. Yeah, probably not. But uh, I figured, hey, it's it's retirement. It was my reward to the vehicle for serving the family so well that I let it live. You know, <laughs> well, they they become part of your family. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's for sure with with the vehicle I drive now. So. Um, when when you were starting up the business and everything, was it something where you just kind of organically were doing stuff for yourself and then friends see it and they want you to do it for them? Or did you actually say, hey, I think there's a business here and then structured it from that starting point? So we were a general auto repair shop for the first 12 years of my being in business. Um, and we were next door to a fly shop. And those oh. fly fishing guides started out coming over every day because their vehicles they broke their vehicles and then that uh, evolved into hey can you make something so my fly rod doesn't break the next time i go out or can you build something that i can put my waders in that keeps the wet waders separate from my dry goods and yeah it just exploded from well, there you, you learned I, I was military as well i was eight years active duty and you learned to improvise you know you don't want to have to go through gso stuff and and everything when you need things you kind of figure things out. At least that's how it was with where I, where I was. It was like, all right, we don't want to have to go through this process or something we need. Figure it out. 
and I lived with um, CE folks. Okay. You know, I was a medic, but I was living with civil engineers. Gotcha. And so I saw that all the time. Some of the Jimmy Rig stuff that I saw happen was amazing. Um, and I think, too, you know, from an entre- entrepreneurial standpoint, you know, my military background, I would say, has definitely contributed to my ability to navigate the entrepreneurial world. How how has your military experience kind of painted the path you've gone on? Well, I never realized at the time, but so when we would gear up our vehicles to go out in the field or deploy, we were gone for three months, six months, a year. Mm-hmm. And so there was no, oh, I forgot this. Let me drive home and get it. I mean, once you're out there, you're out there. <laughs> so uh, that that part of it uh, became key. And then as far as the military goes and my entrepreneurial the, the the discipline and the uh, working with other people and even taking orders and giving orders all that came into play as a business owner yeah yeah i i, I think that too and um and and it's interesting that um you know in the outdoor economy and i think people that have been listening to the show for a while pick up on this but one of the other things about the outdoor economy that i've realized that's that's also similar with the military is there's like this brotherhood sisterhood kind of vibe you know there's a really tight community and even if you've never met someone once you both realize you're involved in the outdoor economy it's almost this instant camaraderie oh exactly i can get on facebook right now type in auto mechanic united states marine corps someone will pop up i can reach out to that person and say hey i'm also a marine i need some help with this 99 percent chance they're going to respond and help me it's just that's the way it's always been yeah, it's absolutely true, and and I think that's that's one of the things that um, you know when people say you know thanks for your service or anything like that, I I always just say you know it was my you know it was my honor or something like that. But I don't really not I, I don't want it to sound like I don't appreciate people's appreciation, but it doesn't really. I was out there just doing the job that I did. But what I take from it, what I'm thankful for, is the camaraderie. And like you talked about, you know, in hindsight, now that I'm getting older, I definitely see how that ability to learn the job above you and teach the job to the person behind you, you know, that that has really – it's it's played out in all of my businesses very much so. Oh, yeah. And yeah. The, we live in such a diverse country, and where else in the – you know, we deployed and saw how – things that were in other yeah. countries i think everybody ought to spend some time overseas oh, most definitely you know i lived overseas for two years and uh i came back to the states just looking around going you all have no idea oh, what we've got here i'll never complain again yeah yeah <laughs> well i complain sometimes too <laughs> i still get the old uh get off my lawn attitude well, every once in a while we all have that sometimes yeah. so it's so that's really cool you know that you had the that you had the shop and and the location being right by the fly fishing uh, supply store and everything. And it, it's kind of funny, you know, I, I've talked to a lot of business owners where um, there's just as many that would say that fate played a part in where they're at now as much as there are people that say, oh, no, I, I drafted my business plan and I went in this direction and it was structured. Um, it, it seems like, you know, for a lot of people, it's just kind of like things just fall in place. You know, they're doing something and then one thing falls after another. And all of a sudden people are like, oh, you got a great business plan. How did you come up with that? <laughs> Truth is, <laughs> you know, it things kind of fell in place, you know. <laughs> it's Look, my idea was to get out of the Marine Corps. Me and my wife had two kids already. We had a third. I was going to start a little garage at town I grew up in, Yeah, raise my kids, work on cars, 
live in a little white house, white picket fence, and die there. Yeah, and now here you are. Um, you're you're one of ten businesses on the East Coast that were selected for the very first outdoor business accelerator, the Waypoint Accelerator. Congratulations! Oh, thank you. Yeah, I was very fortunate and excited to be a part of that. Yeah, it's it's really cool for those that um, we've been trying to go through and feature each of the ten businesses that were selected for it because it is a big deal. Um, you know, it's it's a program for those that haven't heard it on previous shows. It's a program where um, you basically create this cohort of 10 businesses that were selected for this program and go in and um, really crash course on a lot of business skill stuff and, um, you know, things that you might not have the time or the inclination to really invest the time to get otherwise, you know, on on business management, on scaling up, on distribution stuff, whatever it might be, and have access to mentors and other people in, in industry, outdoor industry as well. I've, I've been in business for 18 years. I thought I knew a little bit about running a business. This uh, whole Waypoint Accelerator program has made me realize I know nothing about <laughs> running a business. Well, and, uh, you know, Matt Godfrey's name comes up a lot on this show because as we were talking before we came on the air, um, he was right there at the origins of the creation of the show where, you know, we've known each other for a long time and we we're just talking. And, you know, again, going back to that, sometimes things just fall in place. And we were talking about how hard it is to get the stories out there about the outdoor economy, about businesses, outdoor gear manufacturers, and and support companies for outdoors activities and everything. Oh, yeah. It's hard to get the stories out there. And, and we're and I was like, well, let's just go ahead and create something. Michelle and I are always doing stuff outdoors. We've got media platforms, and we love the outdoors. I've always been involved that way. And he was like. Yeah, if you want, I think I don't think he thought I was actually going to do something okay. at first, you know. But he's the lead instructor. For those that don't know, Matt Godfrey's the lead instructor for the Waypoint Accelerator. Um, so, what are some of those things that you've picked up on where you know, kind of like you don't know what you don't know? Uh, just taking your business to a more than a local mom and pop level, um, manufacturing processes, the legal aspects of once you start that manufacturing process. Uh, cash flow statements, writing out a good business plan, having a good everything written down in numbers and actually see where your business is making money or hemorrhaging money. Yeah. Um, when, you know, I've always like at the end of each month, oh, all right, I got some money left over in my wallet. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah. Now I can look and say, okay, this is where I'm weak. This is where I need, I'm good. This is where I need more practice. It's just been an opener. Matt Goffrey is I'll never be able to repay him and Matt Raker and Nova and just they've been just phenomenal in helping me uh, get my business to where it needs to be. Yeah, it, it's a fantastic program. And um, now let's let's switch gears a little bit. This has been on the business side of the conversation. Now let's talk about the outdoor recreation side. Okay. Um, so you know we started off talking about what Ogre is and and how you're helping uh, with these organization solutions uh, for outdoor activities from kayakers to fishermen, mountain bikers, surfers, uh, all that stuff, even skiing, I'm sure, all across the outdoor activity list. Um, What are some of the key things that you see people coming in to get, and how does that process work from a customer standpoint? Uh, Mostly they get racks to haul their mountain bikes and their kayaks and their fly gear so bed racks is what we make the most of 
Um, we also make some stuff in the hunting world. We make an air conditioning dog box to keep dogs cool when they go to field trials in the summer. Uh, that came about from me having a, a bird dog that I used to take to field trials, and we heard stories of some dogs dying in the heat down in Alabama one year, and that's where that idea came from. Yeah, so you're doing the actual design and manufacturing of the pieces, or you're doing the installs and consulting? What's what's the process look like for you guys? Uh, it used to be the, the make a custom box for whatever that person wanted. Now we kind of got an idea, so we're making one standard box. Um, we did the design on it, and now we're working on getting it manufactured. All right, so if, um, if like, I... Do I, I would contact Ogre and say, all right, here's what I do. This is what my outdoor life looks like. This is the vehicle I drive. And then you guys offer some ideas and solutions, or is it more a la carte where here's what we offer. Oh, this is going to work for me, ABC. We still do some custom jobs, but we're, we're steering towards the, yeah. here's the that waypoint accelerator teacher. Sure. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> because, you know, you, I can't please everybody. Yeah. Um, and I've got an AutoCAD machine. It takes me three to, it takes more to design a piece than it does to actually make it. So yeah. if I design a piece for every single custom job vehicle out there, I'll never be able to take it to the level I want to take it right. to. Right. Right. And so with that, said what's what are what are the top things that you see what are what are the cornerstone products that you guys are focused on right now the gear storage boxes that'll slide into any truck the the rack system um Mm -hmm. that you can bolt those accessories to that the dog boxes things like those those three very very cool um and so now let's talk about for for people listening um what it means for them when they're gearing up to go when they get where they're going for their activity and when they're wrapping up to leave, what's it mean for their experience to have this stuff in place? So I'll use a mountain biker as an example from Charlotte. He's worked 80 hours all week. He gets up at 5 o'clock Saturday morning. He drives two hours into Pisgah National Forest. He has very limited time. So everything's already the night before packed up in a each specific compartment where it needs to be. He gets to his location, he unpacks, he grabs everything he's got to grab within minutes instead of instead of five minutes instead of 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. He enjoys his trail ride all day, comes back, puts everything back into a spot that it needs to go, goes to the hub, has a beer, rides back to Charlotte on Sunday. Everything's right there to take apart, to clean, to put up. He's ready to do it again the following Friday. Yeah, and everything's nice and secure and organized and the same every time. Right. And he spent more time yeah. on the trail than he did fidgeting to find his gear and to, yeah, even to get it out of his truck that now is a work truck for the week. Everything just comes right out. He's good to get. Is it something where it can stay in place? Um, too, it can stay. For some of it? The door, you know, we have door systems that you can make everything. You can pull the whole box out if you want. Yeah, because I, I know, um, uh, you know, being with Biz Radio in Asheville, um, talk to a lot of business owners and entrepreneurs week in and week out. And a lot of them like to keep something that makes them happy right nearby so that, oh, well, I've got 20-minute window. You know, I'm going to stop off at Bent Creek, take a few casts. You know, oh, I've got somebody canceled an hour appointment. Okay, well, this might be the only hour this week I get to go out and ride a trail, right. you know, or something like that. So having that that readily available thing. I know for a lot of entrepreneurs, that's that's a real thing, and people oh, yeah. are focused more. There, I, I like the trend to where toward where there's more value being put in that 
work-life balance kind of stuff. You know, I don't know if you're seeing it, but I'm definitely seeing where people are putting more value in the life quality rather than just like, oh, the almighty dollars, everything. They're like, well, no, dollars are important, and I've got to get this point, but I also have to take care of myself. Exactly. I've got to do the things that are going to keep me fresh and creative and, and focused. You know, People focus more on experiences now than they do material things. Yeah, yeah, sure. I agree. And that tactile experience to things. Exactly. You know, I, it, and it's interesting, you know, because even with the younger generation, um, you know, I look at our kids and everything, they'll watch someone play a video game more than they'll play it themselves, which is weird. They'll just, you know, and they're like, oh, yeah, that's a cool game, that new one that came out or anything. I'm like, where'd you play that? No, I didn't. I watched it on YouTube. I watched so-and-so. Markiplier was playing it or something like that, you know. It's pretty crazy. And then, you know, with like with my son, I'm teaching him different tool things and giving him different sections of the yard to go out and clear. And what are you going to do with that space? Oh, we're going to make this cool little hangout spot or anything. And and it just and and it's with his friends too. It, there's more of a swing back to the experiences. Exactly. Like you're talking about get get in the get outside. You know, I don't know how it was for you, but for me, when I got in trouble, I had to stay inside. <laughs> that was the punishment. Exactly. You know, well, it got to I the got point where it was like, "You're in trouble. Go outside." You know? Well, I got in trouble and allowed in the house. It was a little different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what is the best way for people to get in touch and to um, build a relationship with you guys and uh, be a part of it? Uh, the easiest way would be to reach out to us on. Uh, Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, we're not taking phone calls right now. Go ahead. <laughs> the easiest way to be to reach out to us on our website, which is www.ogreoutdoors.com. Uh, our phone number is on there, email. You can see all our Facebook, Instagram pages through that website. Yeah, and um, and I always like to ask a question to wrap up each interview that is different every time I talk to somebody. And what I wanted to ask you was, um, you know, what would you say to folks out there that are maybe – at a jumping off point or thinking about jumping off into entrepreneurship you've been doing it for a long time you had your shop for a long time before it converted into what ogre is today and you're still expanding and learning um what advice do you have to those out there that are thinking about doing something on their own no, the first step starts right now um you're never going to get to where you are talking about it or thinking about it uh, when i first started i had three thousand dollars to my name and a toolbox and that's it i took a leap of faith 18 years later, I'm still I'm sitting here talking to you. And still taking leaps of faith. And that's exactly right. Yeah. And never stop learning. Never think you know everything. Uh, absorb everything you can like a sponge. Yeah, well, thank you for driving in to be with us here on the show today. And um, congratulations again on the Waypoint Accelerator selection. That's really awesome. Thanks a lot. I really appreciate you having me today. All right. That's Jason Bowman, owner of Ogre. And uh, more conversation coming up right after this. Stay tuned. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you just heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to visit bizradio.us to find hundreds of other engaging conversations, local events, and more.